Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello there, and welcome to Coffee with Keith, a podcast for the LGBTQ plus community. I'm your host, Dr. J. Keith Brown, also known as The Bi Guy, and my mission in life as well as business is to help my fellow bisexuals turn their hurting into healing and their healing into happiness. This podcast, however, is for the entire LGBTQ plus community. Subjects we'll cover include spiritual trauma, shame, family dynamics, relationships, coming out issues, bisexuality, dating, mindset, faith development within the Christian faith, and a whole lot more. Two disclosures, though, please, if I may. The first is this. The views expressed on this podcast are either those of myself or my guests, and they should be considered as such. Secondly, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a local professional. Otherwise, grab that cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I am Keith Brown, your host. I am so glad that you have chosen to be part of this podcast family. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, just really know I do appreciate it so very much. I know it takes time out of your schedule, but you know maybe you're walking on the treadmill or you're walking around the block or you're driving in your car, whatever the case may be. Thank you for taking me along in your earbuds. All right, let's talk today. This is a Bible Talks episode, and I just want to share with you from a psalm. And this is a, this is one of the appointed psalms for this coming Sunday, and it's Psalm 13. And I was reading through, which I always do every week, um, the lectionary. And I've said this before, in case you don't know what that is, that's a group of readings that the universal church around the world, liturgical churches, etc., use on a weekly basis. And they are thematic, they are grouped together with a common theme or teaching or idea or celebration. And so you often have, you know, the Old Testament, you'll have Psalms, you'll have uh, an epistle, you will have um, a gospel. And so I looked at them this week, and as I did, I read through all of them, and I just came back to Psalm 13 because I think this just probably resonates with a lot of people today. So I want to read it, and I just want to talk about it for just a moment, and um, you know, maybe maybe it'll encourage us a little bit. Okay, so it's Psalm 13. Now I'm going to tell you this is a lament psalm. It it starts very down. Okay. So I'm going to warn you that's coming, but be prepared. It, it makes a shift. Like any good movie, you know, you get, you start off one way and then it has a climax. And this, this Psalm certainly has that as well. All right, here we go. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? 
How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. All right, isn't, isn't that a, an interesting psalm, right? We start this psalm, this picture of the psalmist crying out, saying, you know, woe is me. My life right now sucks. I've got people attacking me. I've got people hurting me. My life is just going down in a spiral, it seems. Nothing is working out for me. I'm trying, God, and I am not getting anywhere. I'm trying, and my life just is a is a train wreck. And then what's more, God, I've got all these people that are attacking me. I've got all these people that are hurting me. I've got all these people that are coming against me. And I can't seem to win. I can't seem to get ahead. I can't seem to accomplish. I can't seem to be okay. And instead, I continue to hurt God. And what's more, these people that are hurting me, they are sort of getting their jollies because they see that I am floundering. They see that I am hurting. They see that I am suffering. And as I read that and I think about how the agony that this psalmist is pouring out in these, this poem of, of song, I think, I wonder how many today, especially those in the LGBTQ community, can relate to that? How many people feel those arrows of sting? How many feel that they are suffering? How many feel that they are under attack? How many feel that they are being mistreated? And often, how many feel that other people who are doing these attacks are finding pleasure in doing the attacking? And what can happen is we can become very downtrodden. We can be like the psalmist and crying out to God and say, God, what is, what's going on here? You, you, where are you? What are you doing? Why are you letting me suffer this way? Why am I hurting like this? Why are you allowing me to continue to live this life in this way and things are going like this? God, why? Why must I suffer? Why can't you intervene and do and help and lift me up and give me victory in this situation? And I think it's a reasonable request. I think it's a reasonable cry out to God and probably one that you and I have made many times ourselves. God, I'm hurting. I'm suffering. Things are going really crappy right now, God. Where are you? What are you going to do to help me? But then I see the shift in the psalmist's voice. He takes this woe is me attitude 
which again, all of us have had at times, rightly so, and no shame, no, no beating up on any of us who have. But then he does something that I think all of us must. He has a shifting of mindset. He has a shifting of focus. And he has a shifting faith. First of all, he has a shift of mindset. He's, he, he gets to this point, this lowly existence, this horrible place where death seemed to be a pleasure over his existence. And then he decides, no, no, no. Enough is enough. I will not continue down this path. I will not accept this mindset. I will not accept this inevitability. I will not accept this pain. I will not accept this station in life. I will shift my thinking. I will believe differently. I must do this for me. And he does. And then he has a shifting in his words and in his focus and in his prayer. It is a reflection on all the things that God has done in his past, the provision for him independently, as well as them as a people. Remember, this is an Israelite. This is a Jewish person who God has brought out of the captivity of Egypt, has brought through the desert, has brought, you know, these are the people. And the psalmist looks back and sees what he believes the provision of God to himself personally and to his people. And he realizes that his focus needs to be on, here it is, here's the word, gratefulness. 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 How many times do we hear um, self-help gurus, for instance, tell us that we need to be thankful. We need to be grateful every day. And when, you know, gratitude is the key to success. Well, actually, that's, that's biblical. The psalmist began to express his gratitude to God. His focus changed. And so ultimately did his belief. He believed that something better was coming. And my dear friend, I claim that for myself today. And I hope you do as well. Work on that mindset. Have that gratitude in your heart. And believe that there is better coming for you. Until next time, yo, your hurts, move your mountains. And may God bless you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.